Faith, Hope and Love, episode 386, the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C. From the most ancient times, including the time of Abraham and Moses, right through to the time of Christ's disciples, one of the most important things for a true disciple was to continue to have and to foster a humble, grateful and remembering heart. When a person or a community forgets the blessings of the past and ceases to be grateful for what we have, rather than be sad about what we have not, everything goes awry. A grateful, humble, remembering heart is our duty and our salvation. This is Faith, Hope and Love. When I was a child My youthful heart when it was running wild But wiser now I will rest those ways Though somehow a part of me can say For faith, hope and love abide And the greatest one is love If that's lighter than the words of you Not resentful But gaining joy in truth For faith, hope and love abide And the greatest one is love Faith, hope and love All of these you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, Lord, who could stand? But with you is found forgiveness, O God of Israel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello, everyone. On this 28th Sunday of Ordinary Time in Year C, we've gathered to offer our praise, prayers and intercession to God. Coming together as God's family, let us call to mind our sins. 
Lord Jesus, you call your people to turn away from sin. Lord, have mercy. You teach us wisdom and write your truth in our inmost heart. Christ, have mercy. You forgive sins through the ministry of reconciliation. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your Let us pray. May your grace, O Lord, we pray, at all times go before us and follow after, and make us always determined to carry out good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the second book of Kings. Naaman the Syrian went down and immersed himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the word of the man of God. His flesh was restored like the flesh of a young boy, and he was clean. Then he returned to the man of God, he and all his company. Naaman came and stood before Elisha and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Please accept a present from your servant. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives whom I serve, I will accept nothing. Naaman urged Elijah to accept, but he refused. Then Naaman said, 
If not, please let two mule loads of earth be given to your servant. For your servant will no longer offer burnt offering or sacrifice to any god except the Lord. The Word of the Lord The Lord has revealed to the nations His saving power. Sing a new song to the Lord, for He has worked wonders. His right hand and His holy arm have brought salvation. The Lord has made known His salvation, has shown His justice to the nations. He has remembered His truth and love for the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, ring out your joy. The Lord has revealed to the nations His saving power. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, a descendant of David. That is my gospel, for which I suffer hardship, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect so that they may also obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. The saying is sure, If we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia. For all things give thanks to God, because this is what he expects of you in Christ Jesus. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When Jesus saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourself to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. 
and he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then Jesus said to the Samaritan, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. The Gospel of the Lord A writer whose name is not known once declared, Happy are those who dwell not on what they have not, but rather, happy are the ones who give thanks for all that they do have. Very good advice, and it's very fitting with the Gospel today. How grateful am I for what I have? And how do I show this gratitude to God and to people around me? There's so many wonderful stories of people who have gone against the odds and have achieved so much and are grateful for the wonderful blessings they do have. And the gospel today is very fitting. It's a reminder of the absolute importance of being grateful for the gifts that God has given us. There are so many things to be thankful for in this life. And it's important to take time out to remember them and to give God thanks. The readings remind us that there's nothing better and more necessary than a grateful, remembering heart. One of the lepers was a Samaritan. Samaritans were hated by the Jewish people of the time. They were not accepted. and They certainly weren't spoken to or engaged with. But here was a group of lepers that included Jewish people and a Samaritan as well. And that shows us that these other Jewish lepers had accepted a Samaritan among them. Their rejection and marginalisation as a group, the pain that they were suffering, had brought them together as a community. There was no distinction amongst these outcasts. They were suffering and excluded, and that had brought them together into one community. Also, our Lord accepts people with no distinctions. They're all in need of healing, and he gives them all what they need, irrespective of where they come from or what they believe. However, the Samaritan is the only one who turns back and gives thanks. In Jewish law, a person was not considered purified or healed, even if it was obvious that they had been, until legally the priests had declared them to be clean again. So they could be healed, but not yet officially recognised. So the other nine go off to fulfil the letter of the law, of the requirements for purity. But the Samaritan realises, wait a minute, I'm already cured, I'm purified by our Lord. So he turns back to give our Lord thanks directly, to give Jesus, who is God, thanks. Samaritans were considered inferior and half pagan, and also Samaritans were considered impure and not to be associated with. Yet the Samaritan here in this gospel is the only one who opens his heart to the Lord and expresses the real content of purity. The clean of heart are not those who merely observe rules and appear irreproachable or who belong to a particular group of people, but rather they are the ones who are consistent and whose hearts and attitudes match their outward actions. People who act with humility, appreciation and gratitude for the overwhelming and generous graces that they've received. The Samaritan is the one who remembers Jesus. This man is grateful. He's doubly marginalised, he's a leper and a foreigner. And so, while Jesus is on the way to Jerusalem, where he will be killed, 
at the hands of those who defended formal legal rules about purity, our Lord gives this man, who is truly pure of heart, the wonderful saying, your faith has made you well. It's a reminder of that importance of being grateful for the many gifts that God has given us. It's too easy to be tempted to stew over things that have gone wrong, all the hurts, the snubs and mistakes of the past. There are so many things, though, to be grateful for in our life, and it's important to take time out regularly to remember those blessings and graces and to give heartfelt thanks and to keep them in front of our minds, particularly for times of struggle. In the Old Testament, the people of Israel regularly forgot the many blessings that God had given them, and this led to grumbling, complaining. Forgetting, grumbling, and ruminating on the negative easily leads to failing to count our blessings, and it can lead, as it has done in the past, throughout history, to turning away from God. St. Paul in the second reading captures this well. He's basically saying, I've suffered everything for the gospel. I've lost so much. However, I will continue to trust in God and praise him still. I will continue to focus on the good news because it's more powerful than bad news. And no matter what happens, there's more good news than bad. And the good news of Christ will have the last word in everything. It's so important to regularly sit at personal prayer time and with a journal and a pen in hand and spend some silent quality time reflecting in prayer. Writing down any and every blessing, every grace, every joy that comes our way, this day, this week, this month, and in fact, right throughout life. In this prayer exercise, the object is to only list the positive things that come to mind, the things we're grateful for, the countless gifts that God has showered upon us, big and small, extraordinary as well as ordinary. It will certainly keep our sense of perspective. And I truly believe that if we sat in prayer writing down all the blessings and gifts that we receive daily, we would fill that journal book up of thanksgiving and grace in days. And by the end of the year, we'd have a pile of books piled up right to the roof. Even specialists in emotional health remind us that what we focus on, positive or negative, can have profound effects on our sense of well-being. It's a bit like if we eat the wrong type of food, if it's not nourishing, if it's junk food and we take in too much of it, we take into our bodies things that are wrong and it does us no good, it can actually do us harm. The same with what we focus on in our daily lives. If we take in all the negatives and minimise the positives, it will distort our perceptions and be very unhealthy for us. That's not to say we should be unrealistic or in denial of the many difficult things and issues in life. But a sense of perspective helps us to keep turning back to God and trusting in God's care, that it's still with us, no matter what's happening. God's blessings are, as the psalm reminds us, not all in the past. And we will continue to praise God and trust in God's faithfulness and care. Remembering Jesus Christ, as St. Paul asks us to do in the second reading, is about accepting Jesus' message of love without building up purely legal or religious boundaries and walls. I always find it striking that the word we use to describe what we're doing on Sunday when we gather for Mass is called Eucharist, which is a Greek word meaning thanksgiving. 
that is very significant. We give thanks to God for so many things. We remember the past week and offer it up to the Lord, and we give thanks for the blessings to come and offer that up to the Lord too. But this thanksgiving is not just what we do here on Sunday. It's also the people we're called to be in Christ. It is right and it is just that we, in word and action, are people who always and everywhere give the Lord thanks. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Our Lord points out the faith of the Samaritan. In faith we make our petitions to the Lord. For the Church, that it may always be conscious of the need to be a truly thankful community in both word and action. We pray to the Lord. For those who govern our country, that they may set an example to all by promoting equality in society. We pray to the Lord. For all those who feel left out, that we may find ways to show them how they are loved by God and his people. We pray to the Lord. For our homes and families, that they may be filled with the peace and joy of Christ. We pray to the Lord. For those who have died, that they may be rewarded for their faithful service, especially those for whom we now pray. We pray to the Lord. God, you gave your Son as a gift to all. Help us to have the vision and the courage to imitate you as we make our prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us 
the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, O Lord, the prayers of your faithful with the sacrificial offerings that through these acts of devotedness we may pass over to the glory of heaven. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For by his birth he brought renewal to humanity's fallen state, and by his suffering cancelled out our sins. By his rising from the dead he has opened the way to eternal life, and by ascending to you, O Father, he has unlocked the gates of heaven. And so with a company of angels and saints we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord. God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and, giving thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church, and recognising the sacrificial victim, by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, 
who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. The rich suffer want and go hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no blessing. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already here, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. We entreat your majesty most humbly, O Lord, that as you feed us with the nourishment that comes from the most holy body and blood of your Son, so you may make us sharers of his divine nature, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. Thanks everyone, and have a grace-filled and compassion-filled week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love, Theme Hymn, in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2022. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it begins with strength from within, this day. I will